Yeah! Welcome to the Blue Collar Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joined today by my wife, Megan. Say hello. Hello. Alright, let me get your levels up here. Okay. Alright. So, today, this is the first episode of the podcast. And this one's just going to go over, basically, small things, uh, who I am things I've done, experienced in life, and how I got to where I am today. Uh, I'll also be asking my wife some questions along the way. So, who I am, I am uh, nobody, basically, just a regular dude. Now, my name is Mike, 36, been through quite a bit of stuff in my 36 years being here. Definitely not all have been good. Worked a lot of jobs over a, I guess, kind of a short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Been a, uh, worked in construction. Been a plumber. Automotive. Back to construction. Back to automotive. I've, it's a, a kind of a circle that I stick to. HVAC. Well, yeah. HVAC work. Um, basically, that old saying of uh, being a, a jack of all trades but a master in none is pretty much me. I've dabbled in a bit of everything, so which makes me a uh, pretty good handyman. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, well, my wife agrees, so that's good. Yeah, I have no doubt you can. Fix anything in the house that I break. Or that just needs doing. Hopefully you're not breaking shit in the house. Well, <laughs> I have also experienced a lot of loss in my life. Uh, I've lost both my parents. Uh, my dad was the most recent. Both parents, ultimately, from types of cancer, so I basically feel like I'm just fucked. Which is not true, because your dad's was not genetic, and you don't know about his mom. Yeah, that is, well, no. I I don't think my mom's was genetic. Pancreatic cancer is what it was. I don't know if that's genetic or not. And my dad was liver, so. But they said flat out that his was not genetic. I don't trust medicine. (laughs) Well, Honestly, I and know. nowadays, I really don't. I know, and it's hard to tell, and it's hard to see the good in that, but you can't say you're screwed no matter what. Mm, I guess that's true. So, currently, I am, uh, for the past year, year and a half, whatever, uh, I've been a flooring installer, uh, independent contractor. And I also have had my own remodeling company slash construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obviously dead in the water. That one hasn't gotten me very far. Uh, lack of clientele and advertising. But uh, now I do podcasts. <laughs> so, like I said, I dabble in a bit of everything. So hopefully this turns out to be awesome. I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay. How I got to where I am today. 
Um, basically being a leech. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what? God, so dramatic. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, it's, you know, hanging out with my buddy Nate and his wife Sharon. Whatever available women were around, <laughs> they'd throw my way. <laughs> Jesus. And my wife happened to be one of them. Yeah. So. Uh, Through your way. Well, introduced. Yeah. To. Um, yeah. Had a lot of uh, previous experiences with re- relationships that were obviously not good. Very toxic. Um, one way or another. Not saying that I'm the innocent one in any of them or whatever, but clearly I I am where I am today because this relationship with my wife has been the best out of all the ones I've been through and I've had a lot. So, um, glad to be where I am. Thankful for it. And, uh, your parents, your family has helped out with a lot of things immensely. So, I guess it's just a matter of uh, meeting the right people or the right person at the right time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was just a brief rundown of who I am, shit I've been through. Um, I have uh, some future goals. I don't know how attainable they are just yet, but uh, especially going with this Corona bullshit going around. Everything has come to a fucking halt. Yeah, kind of standstill. So, <clears throat> finances are going to be impacted by all this, much like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think, in regards to the Corona crap, um, I'm not going to talk about it for very long on this, just because it. I think it's everyone's getting burned out on hearing about it. Due to the fact that it's all over the news and social media, this is all anybody hears anymore is earthquakes and corona, at least out in In this area. area. Uh, I think as far as the corona shit goes, if people just kind of use your fucking heads a little bit and uh, use basic sanitation skills, things you've been taught your entire fucking life since Mm -hmm. you were a kid, wash your goddamn hands, cover your mouth when you sneeze and cough, don't be a slob. Yeah. Uh, you should be fine. Just be aware of what you're doing and your surroundings. It's really not rocket science. No, it's so. not. But most people are fucking slobs. Yeah. Like, I mean, the fact that they have to be told that's what to I'm wash saying. your hands regularly for 20 seconds yeah. is kind of sad. 20 seconds, that's not long enough. You have to sing happy birthday twice. That's what they At say. At least 20 seconds is what they say. Oh, I don't. I barely get my hands wet. <laughs> See? Slop. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but we also carry hand sanitizer everywhere we go for the times that we don't wash our hands. Yeah, it's true. We do. And uh, got a fucking stockpile of Clorox wipes. Well, I wouldn't say a stockpile. Well, we can't buy them anywhere. Sorry. Anymore. We're not like all the LDS people. <laughs> We're not fucking hoarding it's, mass quantities of shit. It's all the panicked people and the earthquakes just made it worse. Uh, I, I know. I agree. And I'm not saying that it's all LDS but again, we will touch on that too because LDS people are told yeah. to hoard. They're not told to hoard. What do they do? They do hoard. They're told to uh, okay. have a so, stockpile 
Well, and be prepared. Something flew off my nose. <laughs> That's gross. It wasn't a booger or nothing. Sure, it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, they're not told the horde. I was raised LDS. Don't practice anymore. Thank God. I wouldn't have married you had you Yeah, I'm still... sure you wouldn't have. There's a lot of things in the church that push me away, but they're not told to hoard. They're told to be prepared, and they're taking it to an extreme. And that's the problem right now is everyone's taking everything to an extreme. Yeah. They're told to have these certain things in your house, so they go buy all of it. That's not what they're telling you to do. They're also told to help your neighbors, be kind to others, and don't judge. Well, they're... the people I went to church with are the most judgmental I've ever met. I now okay so again just so everybody's clear my wife that's been talking comes from an LDS background yeah she doesn't practice so whatever I'm saying doesn't mean that I'm targeting or bashing that religion it's just personal experience growing up LDS people yeah you are some of the most judgmental motherfuckers I've ever encountered in my life. It can be. The vast majority that I've ever dealt with. A lot of yeah. it is in Utah. Well, I, yeah. Like even when my sisters lived out of the <clears> state, <throat> I went to church with them. Totally different, different states. Not as judgmental. I have tattoos everywhere. Ew, everywhere. Shut up. <laughs> my legs, my arms, my back, etc. But I can go to a church with my sister in another state. Haven't done that in years, obviously. But, and not be judged and glared at and... Yeah. shunned but here if i go to church and my tattoos are showing oh yeah i get the side eye i get whispers i even get that in some of my extended family so that's that's what i'm saying but uh, that's, okay it's a lot of local it's all right yeah I'll, I'll give it that i guess there's some lds people that are kind of neutral or whatever well and even some of my family members a lot of my family still practices but they're they don't judge me for my tattoos they don't judge me for swearing and drinking and all that. Yeah, they might say don't do it, but they're well, not going to judge me for it. No, and I think that's more or less just because they're concerned about your health. It is. My, um, I mean, your sister's a nurse for yeah, fuck's sake, so. That's exactly why. So, She'll tell me the horror stories of drunk people <laughs> on, on her ward. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. She's seen the worst of it. But you know as well as I do that I'm not a heavy drinker. We don't drink often at all. No. Like, it's a drink or two here and there. It's not, I'm drinking every night, getting shit-faced drunk. I hate getting shit-faced drunk. It takes so long to recover now. I'm old I as fuck. I know. Like, I, I remember, remember doing it when I was 20, 21. Oh, yeah, next day, totally fine. Sleep four hours, cool. Now? No. no. God, no. Now you end up on the bathroom floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a grown-ass woman. At least I have to clean up my mess. Yeah. And you've only seen that once. I have. That's only one so, time. Three years, one time. It's not going to happen again, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Need, need, coffee. need some cold coffee. I don't know. It's It sucks because we do live in the Mormon capital. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Utah has definitely got the most and the most judgmental, and that's why you go to the grocery store and a bunch of the shelves are empty. Well, part of the problem is they have 17 kids they got to fend for, so I guess I get why they're hoarding, but... Come on, people. You don't need 17 cans of corn. You don't. Promise. You're not going to eat it. Half of it's going to go bad. Then what are you going to do? Throw it away. Great. I just wanted two. Stop. Go to the store and can't get half the shit on my list. That's yeah. what pisses me off. 
That, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's what's extremely frustrating. And that's not just frustrating. It's irritating as fuck. Yeah. To be able or to, to, to try to go into the store and, you know, go into a store that you've gone into a thousand times mm-hmm. and just run in and grab what you need and run out. Right. Can't do that anymore. No. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's even like laundry detergent. Yeah. We're going to run out. Probably pretty soon. Every time I've gone to the store. None. Why? Like, okay, get a couple things, leave. Don't take 12. You see why now I freak out about that? That's the one thing that I've ever freaked out about is that I have to have at least two big fucking bottles of laundry detergent and fabric softener. But, okay, he says that's the only thing he freaks out about, but this is not true. I mean... His laundry has to be done specific ways and I can't touch it. <laughs> Which cool, whatever, wash your own boxers. But I'm just saying. Okay. Certain things. There's... If I if the ratios are off, which apparently it <clears> is <throat> all my fault that they are off. What the hell are you talking he about? He freaks out. The detergent to fabric softener. Oh ratios. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big fucking deal. See? Oh. Okay, so I'm sorry, not the only thing I freak <laughs> out about. I have a lot of shit that I'm weird <laughs> as fuck, but oh, okay, the main reason. The main reason that I don't want you doing my laundry, Mm -hmm. it's not because I got shit stains on my shorts. It ain't because I got fucking crusty jizz or whatever on my shit. It ain't none of that. It's because I'm a grown fucking man. I do my own shit. Oh, I get that. And it's fine. Do your own laundry. But it's just funny to me that you are so anal about that. Well. But that's when it comes to towels and sheets and bedding, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I can wash all of that every week, but your clothes? No, 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 just you. Uh, you know, you're yeah. I I don't fucking have a, <laughs> an answer for that. So sorry, I don't know. I don't care. It's fine. I'm just saying. It's funny to me. I think. Okay, I, I think in relation to that, I think that the biggest thing is my mom. Growing up, when I was young, like I think when I was like eight or nine. She was showing me how to do my own laundry to be responsible, right? For my own shit, take care of my own yeah. stuff. So when I would do my own laundry, that was, that's what she trained me to do. It's what she taught me to do was right. wash my own pants, shirts, all that shit, all my stuff that I wore every day. But I think I'm okay with you doing the other stuff, like the bedding and all that crap, because that's what she still did. Right. So that's what I just got used to. That's what I, I guess that's what I think or what I've thought this whole time is I'm responsible for the shit that I wear, that Mm -hmm. I dirty Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, which is my clothes. Yeah. So I don't know. But like I said, I just, I don't, I don't like people going through my laundry, touching my shit. It's fine. I don't want to go through your shit, but I'm just saying that it's entertaining to me that you're very OCD about your clothes. I am OCD, but, OCD but oh, well, see, here's the other thing too. We we're talking about what we we're talking about the fucking ratios for right. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. This is my OCD shit. I mm-hmm. guess that I have. It's weird as fuck. But if you, if there's less fabric softener in the bottle than there is detergent, you're you're doing something wrong. And the only thing that I can think really is that maybe the 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 amount of fabric softener in the bottle is less than what's it's much less mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know i'm just i'm i'm ocd about stupid shit 
Weird stuff, yeah. It's fine. Weird got stuff. Ratios of detergent and fabric softener. That's not that weird. Okay. It just, it pisses me off that you, not you, but when you. It, it is me, apparently, because <laughs> it's always fucked up when I do laundry. I'm just. But I follow the lines on the bottles. It, no. I, it, <laughs> it's a fucking cap full of each goddamn one. <laughs> Even balance. Same amount of fabric softener is the same amount of detergent. That's how I do it. And and a lot of motherfuckers will be like, well, that's fucking wrong. Fuck off. <laughs> okay? This is how I do my shit. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm OCD. Yeah. I've got weird I mean, shit. I think everybody's got a little bit. It's just What's what yours? we have on. What are yours? What are you OCD about? Other stuff. What? Be specific. I don't like to be specific. Why? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Certain things, like how you're loading the dishwasher lately, drive me crazy. Skipping two or three slots? No. One slot. It is driving me batshit crazy, but I'm leaving it alone. Okay. Do you... See, that's the thing. You you look at shit like that, and you're just like, eh, pissing me off. I gotta get it. There's a fucking theory of why I do shit the way I, I know, do. I know, and you explained it, and I get it. If you get it, then it shouldn't bug you still. But it does. Why? Because it's not the way that it's meant to be done. Oh, really? And have this discussion about dishwashers when, when even Eric told me that I was correct on the right way to load your fucking utensils. Yeah, I, that's how I've always loaded them. Well, other people don't. People put the fucking forks in with the prongs down. Yeah, and the fuck. Well, they're wrong. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> But everybody thought they were doing it the right way. It turns out it's not. There's nope. lots of things that everyone does in different ways. So when I skip two or three fucking racks or two or three tray areas for the plates to go in, it's because the plates that we have are deeper excuse me, than the standard plate. So when you, when you put it in the slot behind the ones that's like the first one. Mm-hmm leans too far forward it's deeper so it has all that room and then it rubs against the gasket when you slide the tray back in you see what i'm saying it doesn't stand upright i'm not saying don't skip the first couple but then it's there's a plate and then there's two and then there's a plate and then there's one there's a plate they're not rubbing against shit and how ocd you are about how clean the dishes have to be before they go in the dishwasher they're gonna get clean when they're next to each other I don't know. There's things I'm more OCD about living in our house, owning our house, like pots and pans. I hate when pots and pans just sit and sit and sit and sit. That's why after most meals, I just try to wash them right then or go in the dishwasher, whatever. What are you saying? I don't? No, you do. But some of that stuff has come from owning our, our house. I wasn't like that living at my sister's house or whatever, but I want our house to look a certain way for oh, us. Oh, yeah. I do too. But here's something else. <laughs> this is out of <laughs> out of everything that you do or don't do, whatever, these little traits that you have. Mm-hmm. So you say you want our house to look a specific way. Well, I do too. But mm. the fact that you... And I, I'm not talking shit. I'm not bashing you or anything or making you try to look like a fucking slob. But the the fact that you don't ever take the time to clean the fucking toilets. Okay. 
When, no, I'm, let, me, let, me, let me finish. The fact that you're okay with having a ring, a visible ring, in the bowl of the toilet, and you still are good with just going in there and doing your business with that being visible, that, that for some, not you, it's not you that disgusts me. It's, it's that like the, the, the no, buildup in the toilet mm-hmm. is fucking disgusting. Right. But think of it this way. When you piss, you see that every single time when I piss, I maybe see a flash of it. My ass is sitting on the toilet. I don't care. You're standing there staring at it. Okay. So you focus on it. It's the fact that you have to get a glance of it when you open the lid before you sit down. Yeah, the fact is you still see it. Yeah. How does that not bother you? See, <laughs> all these things that we could get into right now, simple things like dust and water spots and hair around your sink doesn't seem to bother you. No, it does. I'm just too lazy to fucking do anything okay, about it. Okay, <laughs> well, I get the freaking wipes out, and I clean that shit up, and I clean your side of the sink, and it's like, whatever, but you don't care. Once a month, she does this. I used to do it every week. Now it's less often. <laughs> See? Because you're starting to not care. <clears throat> no, it's rationing. Okay, so... <laughs> all right, so I'm a, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a fucking slob when it comes to keeping my side of the bathroom clean. With when I shave and I get little beard shavings all over the sink and around it. Okay. For the majority, whatever falls into the sink when I'm using my my buzzer, I clean that shit up and throw it away. In your sink is okay. But around it, like behind the sink, behind the faucet and all that shit, I just leave it. Yeah, no, it's fucking terrible. (laughs) It's everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's gross. I admit. I mean, whatever. I ignore it most of the time. But sometimes I'm like, all right, well. I'm going to move all of his shit and get rid of all the fucking hair. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's got something that they just ignore or don't pay attention to. Okay, well, so my thing, like I said with you, is that you don't clean the toilets. That yeah, I, I, toilets are gross. I had a bad experience with toilet bowl cleaner when I was younger. Mm. What'd you do, drink it? Oh, God, no. I got it on my leg, and it burned the fuck out of my leg. And I was young enough to think, oh, I'll just go wash it off the water. No, I'll make it worse. Reaction of water made it worse. Uh, so it fucked up my leg. So, be, so, then, so because I've t- been like super cautious with toilet bowl cleaner and I avoid it as much as possible. And since you do it, and that's one of the things around the house that you consistently do, I'm just gonna like keep doing it. All right. Well, I guess I'm the shitter cleaner in yeah. the house. Anyway. <laughs> well, okay. So it's just there's that one thing. Right. Right. Uh, the other thing, and I know this stems from your father, <laughs> but it is, I, I can't, I, I don't know. I, I like it, but I can't fathom how, how much fucking ketchup you use. All right. I know, like I said, I know you, it comes from your dad. It does. But holy shit. And it also comes from being really picky. Something that's very simple to put with things. Yeah, that's the other thing with you. Like, when I was younger, I... Like, now I'm way better. When I was younger, you have no idea how bad it was. Like, I didn't eat... I didn't like chicken. <laughs> Everybody likes chicken. No. Grilled chicken, I was like, I can't do it unless I have ketchup. Because it was, like, my comfort thing to go to, I guess. Now I love chicken. I'll eat chicken plain. I don't give a fuck. But, yes, it's from my dad. And it's, 
I don't know. I like sauce in general. Like people who eat a dry fucking salad are fucking weird. Uh, it needs dressing. Yeah. I'm not saying drench the thing, but you got to have a good amount of dressing on there. Right. So yeah. I'm going to use a decent amount of dressing. <clears throat> when I eat fries or corn dog or hot dog or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I'm going to use a decent amount of ketchup. Okay. See, it enhances the flavor. I, right, it does, but that's the other thing. That's that. So you're saying it enhances the flavor, and you said yeah. you need a decent amount. Yeah. So because I'm fucking normal, <laughs> right? Okay. I, I'm a regular fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, when I eat French fries or a corn dog or anything that requires a, a condiment to be paired with it, mm-hmm. to me, dipping your fries. In ketchup mm-hmm. is literally that. You grab one or two fries mm-hmm. and you dip the tip of them mm-hmm. in the fucking little pile of ketchup and you just eat the bastards. Right. Right. You, <laughs> when I see you do it, you're, it's almost like you're painting with your, <laughs> with your fucking fries. You have two fries in your hand and you slather that shit through the ketchup pile. So it's almost to your fingers. I mean, if they're small fries. No, you do it with everything. No. You do. You're a tad bit dramatic. I am not. I Just mean... like you. Okay, here. Hold on. With your fucking breakfast, right? right. Your goddamn you Sunday breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. It's delicious. Goddamn hash browns or whatever the hell. Cut, mm. cut up potatoes, bacon, eggs, and toast. Right. You put ketchup on your potatoes. On your eggs? No, not on the eggs. Oh, sorry. That's what I'm saying. Fucking weird shit. <laughs> okay, so my, my point is she'll fucking, she'll squirt potato or ketchup on her potatoes and then like eight cups of oh, ketchup <laughs> next to the fucking eggs on her plate. So she gets pot- ketchup on her potatoes and then she has to fucking cut her eggs or, or stab them with a the fork and then dip those in ketchup. It's it's all it's too much. It's not too much. I don't know anybody that loves ketchup as much as I, you and your I, dad. Yes, I know, and it's. I agree. I'm sure it's more than normal people, but oh, it is <laughs> by fucking far. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like I'm eating a plain. That's just that's gross. That's I don't understand that at all. You don't you don't want a ketchup popsicle? No, like freaking <laughs> kid the other day. Finishes a corn dog and just starts eating a ketchup with a stick. Well, I'm not about I'm not about that life. Okay. I like it as a condiment. He's four and doesn't <laughs> fucking know any better. I know, it was funny and fine, but I'm saying I'm not gonna do that. I would hope not. And there's people that put ketchup on shit that I'm like, what is wrong with you? Don't do that. Yeah. But you know Okay. The 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 I don't know. Maybe it's not that abnormal. But I've never fucking heard of it, ever, in my 36 years. Your dad? Mm. Eating French toast with fucking ketchup? Right. Apparently it's not that weird. Apparently a lot of people do it. I'm just saying. I don't like it. It's weird as fuck to me. Uh, Yeah. French toast is a sweet thing. Well, yeah. And, I mean, ketchup is technically a sweeter condiment, but it doesn't... No. Those two don't go together. I don't understand that. Was that because... They were poor growing up or something, and that's just what they had. I don't know. I mean, like that's I said, possible. I, I've eaten some, like I used to drink uh, 
Worcestershire sauce yep, out of the nice. out of the bottle. I would just walk around drinking it. And uh, same thing with Tabasco sauce. I've heard of that one. But like uh, me and my buddies, when we were in like junior high, dumbass kids like everybody. Usually, yeah. But uh, we used to find try to make the, like the the most nastiest concoctions of shit to eat. I feel like that's a boy thing. Probably. Yeah. We're just gross in general. Yeah. But uh. A grape sucker mm-hmm. wrapped in a craft single. That's gross. Tastes like caramel. Yeah, well, I would never try it, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, weird shit like that. Uh, that's. I mean, that's boys, I guess. But see, it's weird, but that's because we're experimenting. We're trying to make yeah. nasty shit. Right. But ketchup on French toast? Yeah, I don't know. It could be because they were poor growing up. That's what he had. He was raised with six brothers, so. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like times were thriving back then. True. So my grandma didn't work, obviously. She had a shit ton of kids to take care of. But, I mean, I've heard lots of stories about how they grew up poor and whatever, so maybe. But I don't know if that's it. I've never asked him what started it. He just likes it. And he always has, and that's not how I'm going to eat it, but whatever. That's that's it's fine. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not knocking the dude. I I respect the hell out of your dad. He's a, he's a good dude. Yes. Um. Speaking of which, uh, your how much do you know about the? I mean, I figured you probably know quite a bit, but how much do you know about the history of your parents starting their business? A decent amount. So what? I guess because I'm I'm dabbling in the same field mm-hmm. of trying to be self-employed mm-hmm. uh running my own businesses mm-hmm. how did your parents go about making that decision that they were just going to do that and stop working for just the man um, well my dad started in construction framing with his brother and they would occasionally do closets and floors and stuff and I don't know what in his head clicked, but one day he decided he just wanted to do flooring, and that's all he was going to do. And at the time, my mom was a nurse, so she had a decent income, and he went and rented a small space. And because of his brother's contacts, he already had some contacts. Mm. He had some people that he went through his brother to, and he would just do the floors while his brother did the framing or whatever. And he brought in the material he needed for that. And then I believe it's his brother who got him the apartment contract that kind of helped him grow. Uh. Um, not positive on that one, but I'm pretty sure it was a connection through his brother. Um, and he's, Quickly grew out of that first building. Uh, I was pretty young when they started. They've been going for 25 years, and I'm 31. So yeah. in the beginning, it was just him. Uh, and then he, I don't know how, he got some installers to work with him as well. And when I was preteen, young, my sisters were older, we would go tear out old carpet in these apartments, and then they would lay new carpet. And so they moved several times in Salt Lake and got into another building. And the apartment contract was a big part of 
getting their name out there. They worked with one and then two and then three. I think they had four or five at one point and you would do a unit here, a unit there, but it was enough to keep us going. And then he got a retail space mm. and I mean, my ma- my dad's a good businessman. Yeah. He <clears throat> knows how to talk to people. He knows how to get pricing that he wants. He knows how to do trading. He trades a shit ton and ends up really well for himself. He does a lot of good trades. Uh, so I think a big part of it is his personality and his way of thinking and doing things. He will tell you himself he never went to college. He barely yeah. graduated high school. He'll tell you flat out the only reason he graduated high school was my mom. Yeah, doing his homework and stuff. He, they, She ended up graduating early. Uh, heaven forbid they got married. They got pregnant out of wedlock. <laughs> they were also 17 <clears throat> in high school. So my yeah. mom graduated early and he did packets. And basically the only reason those packets got done is because my mom was there. So, but that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is you don't need a degree and a fancy paper behind you to be successful. I would say my parents are very successful. They've been doing this family business for 25 years. That doesn't happen a lot anymore. No. The fact that they're still up and running and doing well. I mean, right now, obviously, it's bullshit. But anyway, um, a lot of it is who he is. And now he's taken a little bit of a step back and he's partially retired, but my mom is still there every day and she's learned a lot from him about how to run shit. Now they have contracts with builders. I think this is the fifth or sixth building that we've been in. That seems to be the final one because this is the final place. The warehouse. Mm-hmm. We built our own warehouse and uh, the main building is paid off, I believe. So we just have to pay off the warehouse. So, so for <clears throat> anyone that's listening, uh, if you're in the Salt Lake or Utah area, what? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Salt Lake ish. Yeah, the showroom's um, in Salt Lake. She's she's been talking about her parents' business, which uh, has been around for 25 plus years. Um, so it's Goodrich Floor Coverings in Salt Lake. So, if anybody out there is interested in uh, carpet, laminate, hardwood, whatever, tile, it doesn't matter. Any kind of flooring that you're looking to get prices on or a really good place to go take a look at some samples. Um, We have a lot of samples. That's the beauty of our new showroom is we have a lot of space. And we have our warehouse right across the parking lot now. Makes things really convenient. Yeah, it's great we have some stock stuff most stuff we order in but it doesn't take that long to get in um i've worked there a lot i've been there consistently now three years but i worked there in high school i worked there under the table when i was too young to work yeah i've come come and gone but they know what they're doing. They're, I don't know, I look up to my parents a lot. Yeah. They're good people, which is a big part of it. It's not just that they're good business people, but they're good people. They've helped us out a lot. They've helped me out a lot, specifically, my whole life. Well, they've 
they've, you know, in the short amount of time I've been around and even before I really had a connection with your parents, uh, like I do now, mm-hmm. uh, they've gone above and beyond to, to help me out too. Um, they got me out of a pretty, pretty good bind that mm-hmm. I was in. So that will always be <clears throat> in my mind, you know, as far as being square with people and the way I treat them and the respect that I have. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that's a little bit of history from my wife's side and her family, where she comes from. Yeah. I I haven't been through as much as you. I've had a pretty sheltered life, thanks to my parents, so. Well, that's that's the thing, too, is, uh, you know, a lot of my family doesn't really know, well, I would say the majority of my family doesn't know half the shit that I've been through in my life, um, including, you know, my brother and my sister who think they, I mean, they, they know me mm-hmm. and they know a lot about me and my past and stuff, but they don't know everything. Right. You know, I've done a lot of stuff that <clears throat> I'm not proud of and, mm-hmm. but whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't regret anything I've done or anything I've experienced or been through because that made me who I am today and it got me where I am. Mm-hmm. So, um, the only thing I can continue to do from this point is just try to be, you know, the best fucking dude I can be right? and reciprocate as much as I can try to help people out, which I seem to try to do nonstop. Yeah. So, and, and another nice thing with that too is, you know, me trying to help people and, and, uh, bail people out of shitty situations. I thought it was going unnoticed for a long time Mm -hmm. that I was just kind of helping people out and they were, you know, just whatever about Mm -hmm. it. But, uh, even Nate, you know, Nate said that shit one day when we were going to work Mm -hmm. that, you know, that I seem to try to help people out a lot i mean maybe more than i should but it's worth it yeah so uh, yeah um yeah these chairs suck (laughs) as far as uh i don't know going through more things than you i don't i I mean you've had a lot more loss that you've gone through friends, family. I've lost one family member, my grandma. I know. Which it's kind of like. Didn't I talk about that though in the beginning of this? That you've gone through a lot, yeah, a loss and stuff. Yeah. But like being a lot of being raised LDS is I was sheltered a lot, and there's a lot of things that I appreciate about that and that I learned. But there's a lot of things that turned me away from it, which is why I don't practice anymore, and I won't ever again. But. I don't know. I I would say I've had a pretty sheltered life. So, I haven't had crazy shitty jobs. I mean, yeah, I've had jobs I don't like, but <laughs> jobs that didn't last long, but... Yeah. You're saying you're a jack of all trades is accurate. You've done a lot of shit. And that's the difference, is you're willing to work, and you're willing to put in hard labor and do all those things, and there's a lot of people out there that aren't, which is how you've gone to where you are. 
you're willing to do all those jobs that are random and different and you're willing to put in that effort. Well, I am. Yeah. And and I have over a lot of years, but, uh, you know, the other dude that I have followed for a long time and that I always kind of watch his shit and his content. So Seth Ferrosi, mm-hmm. you know, um, he put it the best way that I've heard yet as far as what he's willing to do. Uh, not so much as to make ends meet, but what he's willing to do to get where he needs to go mm-hmm. or where he wants to go in life. And that's he'll eat the shit sandwich every day so that his kids can, you know, eat prime rib or whatever the hell, or they yeah. can have the things that, that they need. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's kind of my mentality on it too. And my take is, I just like the way he put it, like the wording that he used. Cause it's true. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do backbreaking work mm-hmm. and I'll work, you know, 14, 16 hour days if I need to, just to get shit done. I don't like doing it. Nobody does, no. but I think that's what separates me from the majority of the population, especially the younger kids, you know, right. uh, young adults mm-hmm. is the way they were brought up. There's not many of them that actually want to work. And if they do, they want some cush ass job mm-hmm. where they're, you know, sitting behind a fucking computer for eight hours a day. And even that to some people is too hard. Right. Which is, it just blows my mind. It's fucking pathetic that people are like that. So that's why this is the blue collar podcast because I mean, I pay homage to myself and all the other just hardworking fucking people out there yeah, that are just regular people. But it was like a, a thing that I, I saw on the internet was the working middle class saves everybody again. Right. Like, public transportation drivers, Mm -hmm. people that work at Walmart, people that work in stores that are restocking all this shit for these fucking ape shit motherfuckers to go in and just fucking hoard, Mm -hmm. you know? But I mean, it's because of those people who are average people who are not well off, who Mm -hmm. live check to check like most of the people, but it's because of them doing their fucking job that anybody else can continue to fucking go do shit. Mm-hmm. So that's what this is about to me. Um, the, the type of lifestyle that I have and the, that I lead is no different than the majority of the working middle class people that are out there that just bust their ass every day for shit pay. And it's not to, that's the thing that, you know, I like people that are humble. Right. Like, I mean, and you can you can make a damn good living. You can make a shit ton of money and still ha- and still be humble. Right. It's arrogant people that I don't fucking like that because you have, you know, excess money and you you know you got this big ass fucking house and the fancy fucking cars like that doesn't to me that doesn't define you. You know that just that just makes you a showboat motherfucker. Yeah. I don't like people like that. I mean, it's cool if you have nice shit, but when you fucking try to flaunt everything you have. And think that you're fucking better than everybody. That's those are the motherfuckers that need to be knocked out. 
I'm serious. Like, they, know. They, you know, you, you're a cocky, arrogant fuck. You need to be taken down a peg or two. I hate people like that, but just your average hardworking fucking people that are living check to check. And, and when they get their paycheck, that's only 12 or 1600 bucks for fucking for two weeks or the work. Mm-hmm. You got enough to make your rent. Or if you're, you know, in a house, you pay your fucking mortgage out of two checks mm-hmm. and try to budget your shit for fucking groceries and essentials. So that's what this was about. Right. I like to talk about people that are like, and, and people that are struggling, I guess, mentally with this shit that they think they're never going to get anywhere and just keep fucking grinding. Just keep putting your time in every day, even though it's monotonous shit. Clearly the wife's bored as hell because she's not, over here yawning. I'm not bored. I'm just tired. Again? We woke up in the middle of the night. And you also slept until after nine. Uh, it was eight. I laid there and just laid there without sleeping. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I just want to wrap this up and say uh, thanks to everyone that's listened. Uh, if you're still listening, then that's fucking awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, this probably wasn't extremely entertaining. But this is the first one that I've done, that we've done. Uh, Thankfully, my wife was here to help me. So it wasn't just me being bored as hell talking to you guys (laughs) and running out of shit to say. But uh, there will be more to come, more content for sure. Uh, I don't know how frequent I will release or upload new podcasts, but uh, I will have guests coming on. And uh, it'll get better the more that I do. It'll progress. Um, maybe try to go more towards the comical side to actually give you guys some shit to laugh about. Even if it's just me making a jackass out of myself. <laughs> but uh, again, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if this was helpful at all in any way, but if it was, that's fucking awesome too. Yeah. If not, I'll try to focus more on future podcast being a little more helpful to people that listen. So thanks again for your time and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you later.